Hello, welcome to the Law of the Gosh podcast. Some of you might have heard on the news recently, uh, this was sometime last week from right now, on April 13th, 2017, a student named Mashal Khan, who was a student of Abdul Wali Khan University, uh, had an argument with some other students in his university in Pakistan. And they started to talk about religion, apparently, and he was accused of blasphemy. The next day, students came back, and apparently there were hundreds of them. They pulled him out of his room, and in front of the cafeteria of the university, they proceeded to undress him, beat him, with sticks, with stones, with their feet. Um, I s saw a couple of videos of this happen, and it was quite horrific. And this is not completely unknown to happen in Pakistan, that people are accused of blasphemy, and it leads to violence. And when this does happen, it doesn't just happen with a few people it's often large mobs of people that this happens with in pakistan the the according to pew research uh, about 76 percent of the population uh, agree with the punishment for death for apostasy for leaving the religion 89 percent think the punishment for adultery should be stoning 87% believe that religious judges should decide uh, whether a family or property disputes should be settled. And 84% believe that Sharia should be the official law of the country, which for the most part it is. And after hearing about this news, which was talked about, online for uh, since uh, since last week and even since last week there's actually been more reports of uh, attacks for the accusation of blasphemy i believe there's been about three in different parts of northern pakistan in the last month um i was contacted by someone who i am friends with on social media who i had spoken with before and i know he is from pakistan and he is an atheist. And usually I am not big on interviewing people who are anonymous uh, online for in, in the West. But obviously in certain cases, there are people who are just such an imminent danger that there is really no other way to speak with them publicly. When we spoke about this, when we spoke about Mashal Khan and what had happened to him, uh, I Skyped with my friend here, Ali, and Ali was very happy to Skype with me with his camera on and show me his home and show me his face. And he actually was saying that he he's uh, he wanted to show me because he he's very sad that for the most part, when speaking about these subjects, it's always hiding. It's always behind closed doors. So 
he seemed really happy to show me himself, his home, and talk about what's happening in his country. And unfortunately, you can't see that. But I'm very happy that he wants to talk about it. And I think he's very brave to talk about it. And that's what we're going to go over today. And so thank you for coming on, Ali. Thank you. Welcome. You talk to me. I'm thankful for you that uh, you discussed with me about that topic. And I'm happy that I'm talking to someone. And basically, you are our, I feel you are represents us who are an atheist or who are ex-Muslims or whatever we are and people who don't believe in, in such a such a mysterious and hidden and stupid religions and other things hmm. so I'm, I'm glad to talk with you i'm very glad to talk with you too and i this is one of the reasons i i feel like i really should be talking about this me personally i come from a family of my grandfather was an atheist my father is an atheist i'm an atheist and i've been an atheist my whole life and it's just unheard of for me to have limits as far as what you can believe and what you can think and that critical thinking isn't allowed to me i've had that gift my whole life i perhaps have not been privileged as far as economically my whole life i guess i'm you know very fairly middle class family but I suppose I can say I've been rich with the gift of a family who allowed me to think for myself. And also, I've always lived in countries where there was no imposition as far as what I can say or what I can believe. And when I hear that there's other people who don't have the right to even think or even speak the most basic truths about the world and the yeah, universe. Yeah, you're complete right. Yeah, you're complete right. Like like a country where we are living, we, we want we are fighting for the freedom of expression. We we don't want to uh, want money, we don't want to any luxury life. We want that we have to write we what we are thinking. So you must give us that right, but the the, 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 the fanatic country that we are living uh, it it is very you know uh, tough time as a human being i think we have the only only opportunity that we think we can make our own sense and we can uh, give our own write our questions and get our answer answers about those things but those are not happening in my country and uh, even though my family if you heard that you were shocked that my family is not talking to me because i'm not praying even though they don't know uh, so I didn't, I didn't declare to them that I am an atheist, but but I don't pray and I don't follow that taboos and that traditions. So generally, my family look that see that I don't believe I don't have a belief in a religion. So they think I am untouchable. So they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to laugh and say things. Is that almost all your family, or is it just uh, part of your family? All my family generally, because uh, you know we are some friends. We can gather, we can laugh, uh, and I'm happy that my wife too. She is an atheist too, and we are happy and comfortable. But the people who who who, who are not the his partner, life partner, or not an atheist, a family member, or not liberal, they feel they are in a, living in a more time. 
like they are living even though sometime i think present is good then this you know this uh, out this this world where i am living sometime present and you have your own self where you think you can talk with with walls so like uh, now in a pakistan particularly in ats they are talking they are living like in a present in a cell and in a compound walls they are talking only the doors and the, the those walls and only we have the only up now opportunity like you you type of people who are our friends whom we are talking and we are feel little bit comfortable so could we uh could you tell us about what you have heard about mashal khan and kind of what happened from from what you understand yes that uh, i studied those things and it happened from when this uh, uh, this country came from after partition like uh, pakistan india when they, they said it's a pakistan and they say the pakistan is the only pious country and this is only for muslims and you are not supposed to be allowed to cry the question against the god or question against the legacy of muhammad or question of sharia or the question of so so many so many things and the, and the, again I, i i point one thing that uh, here in pakistan do you know the, the minority people like christian or hindu they are only 5% people 95% 95% people are, are are muslims and shia muslims also i think 20% shia muslim over here but they they have all all shia or the sunni muslim all they are do you know unanimously they are agreed on this blasphemy law mm-hmm. and this apostasy and this sharia law they all are they agree even though see sometime it is in a, even though qadiani are they they are declared here uh, many qadianis they are living they left this country they are living in germany or uk or maybe in some other countries or some are living here but they are also to be to to suppose they are they, they are giving support to this you know this law and they they also think that this this quran and this god and all holy things they are all holy and pious so so how how did uh how do you think all of this led to what happened to mashal khan like what what is the what is the mentality because when i saw the video we're talking about hundreds yeah. of people that are going to his room pulled him out of his room and beat him on the street to death that's very hard for someone like me to reconcile because i've never seen that before it, it, i can't imagine a a large group of people doing that for just how somebody thinks so how do you describe like what what is the mentality of yes, those people uh, yes that me- mentality you see that that mentality because of this open now you heard and you listen and you watch because of this media social media and the twitter and now you know media a little bit free so message is going to easily in all over the world people are watching but before that it it already happened in many time in our history many people um, that type of mob 2000 3000 people they came and they killed easily any person and the burn too like many christian in a uh, in a lahore and in sialkot in uh, like in other uh, uh, other parts of this country and uh, if you see the, before of that in a, there was a governor and salman tasir he was governor of one province 
he he was the one who was killed by his own bodyguard, right? Because he was oh, a, own he bodyguard. Just, yes, yeah, you yeah. see, and how how people people they make their that you know happiness and they mob gathered in Islamabad. They celebrate this his uh, his hanging. Yeah, and and just to be clear, Salman Tasir, yes. who was yeah. a governor, he was killed because he was very open about a opposing Pakistan's blasphemy law and his own bodyguard shot him and after he was arrested and subsequently hanged I believe the bodyguard said I did this because I felt it was my religious duty exact exact and not only that one but the you you wondered that in a parliament and in a senate many senators declare that he done good things Father did this good thing and he, he killed that Salman So you're saying that the senators said that the, the bodyguard who shot him did a, did a good thing? Yes, they are with, with, with that, that bodyguard. So because they wanted to get the vote and they are getting vote on the name of the religion. See, this, this, is, this was the, before that we have the popular legacy of Zulfikar Ali Bhutto. And he was the man. He, he, he declared this Kajani as a, uh, you know, uh, uh, like uh, he said this Kajani uh, have no right to free assembly. And, uh, and, and he gave the name of uh, Islamic socialism. He put that one Islam more and more. And after that, after that, his legacy he was a general, he came into martial and coup and he uh, imposed that uh, Sharia law. And still, do you know, in the 21st century, women are not allowed uh, to be uh, in, a, in, a, in a jury. Uh, two women are equal to one man in a witness box. See, that situation is existing in the 21st century. So it is. It is. Uh, no, no. It is obvious because in a Meshal Khan, and I say I wondered, but it, it was not wonder for me because I see lot of uh, happens over here, and and still that there is the one case. And before that, Meshal Khan, there was a uh, Junaid Hafiz. He was uh, came from uh, United States of America, and he was teaching in a Zikra University, Multan liter- English literature. And some, do you know, Islamic student, they go, they lodge a fire, and, and he is from 2013, this is 2017. No, no jury is not running his trial true. No one is talking. And his advocate, liar, killed by this, these fanatics, uh, clerics. How widespread is this? The, the mentality of, of blasphemy would... Uh, and violence and that Sharia, like how how typical do you think that is in in Pakistan? It's because I think it is typical because state supporting that that type of people, state supporting that law, when state supporting that law, state is the part of this blasphemy, state of state is the part of this Islam, and the and the the other thing is that liberals are talking over there in the Western countries too, uh, the cause of this all do you know i think in my view that saudi arabia is the main cause because the saudi arabs they have a lot of money they are investing money here in these poor countries like bangladesh and the pakistan they open a lot of islamic schools and where where kids only learn that quran in arabic and this hadith and not other things and they don't think they only think that that this this is the only thing. This is the only truth, 
and they are talking about the life after death. They are not talking about this life. That's why if you see this figure in Pakistan, people are dying in a hepatitis and a cancer. They don't have drainage system, drainage system. And the 50% of Pakistani child, they are illiterate. They are not going to in a school. Because all people generally and state, the state's discourse is that, that you don't have this life is an ordinary life. So you do not think about that one. You don't make good things in this life. So you only pray and you read this Quran and Quran in, a, in Arabic form you do not understand. And I read Quran that this is completely a stupid book. If you read from the page one to in a, in a end, there isn't anything. You also told me when uh, we, we had spoken before that uh, it seems like Islam kind of encompasses all subjects. You said that even when people are learning about science, exactly. That, that, exactly. that it starts from a Quranic understanding of, of science? Exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. If you see in a physics, if you see in a chemistry, a biology and, and a physiology, and even the medical schools and medical universities, you will wonder that. Doctors, they are teaching that when they are in physiology, they uh, ultimately they said this is the Quran, this is God makes such things, and this is to you know uh, this NASA is the thief, the USA thief of our our ideology, our vision, and everything is available in this Quran, in this holy book. If you can read, you can get everything. So and, and the recently I gave you uh, update you another thing. There is a Lahore Medical University in a Jamchoro. Where from one girl she joined ISIS. Do you know? In the, nowadays in the universities, the universities are the do you know in the place of that this is this fanatics. Yeah, those are, they joined they joined ISIS basically, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they easily they are preaching there. How do you feel when? people say in the West, because I know you follow on social media how the West is addressing Islam mm. and the problem of fanaticism and the the, the typical very left-wing uh, point of view on the problem is to focus it on that it's politics, it's culture, it's everything but religion. And to even mm -hmm. insinuate it is largely due to religion you know it's never of course just religion in any case but i, I think a lot of people like me would say that mm -hmm. it's a huge part of it is due to religion but they would say no it's actually just it would it's even an act of racism or bigotry to even insinuate that how do you feel about that being an atheist in pakistan and you being right in the thick of it where your your just your existence puts you in in danger. Do you, do you think that these people who are calling critics of Islam racist, do you, are they helping you? Oh, no. I think that the people who are people who are talking in a base, they, they are talking, do you know, a very apologetic way. And they have they are sympathizers with the, these fanatics and this Islam, Islamization. And my point is that I think that the I agreed with you that I am living here. Here is not a social and the cultural, though this, that, that problem is also existing. There are the cultural, social, and economical problems. But the major problem here in my country, it is, it is, do you know, this, uh, this Islamization, this religion. 
if you read the constitution of pakistan that constitution is the is it gave you a social welfare the concept of social welfare state so everything is available in a constitution so where the the basic question is that the religion is a very powerful here and the religion narratives and the discourse and people are still following because i think there is a need of reformation particularly in islam so people are not talking about the reform uh, reform, reform and reformation but the people they are talking about they are giving the favor of muhammad and islam that islam is the peaceful that muhammad was the great he was the legend and such things out when they are making such discourse people think here that the see the western people are talking that muhammad was peaceful we see the western people is talking that muhammad was very intelligent and he gave a very good law even though he didn't didn't give us any law there is because at that time there wasn't any concept of the state in the era of the 17th century or 18th century you know and i know very well this nationalism and the national state concept it developed from in in a, after this industrial revolution but i don't know how this, this these liberals are giving the favor that that this islam and they are making more islam powerful here I understand what you mean you're you're saying that at the time of Muhammad there was basically a unification of tribes and the the exactly. the, the rules he imposed was for basically uh unindustrialized not really a nation with borders kind of uh state it was just you know tribal law and to apply these ideas into what we now know as uh sovereign states with with you know large territories and borders and senates and parliaments is just it's in, incompatible to even try even if the laws were good exactly yes so, so i i don't think why why they and i i i don't understand that why the western liberals and some so called left why they are supporting this islamization and this this moment that that guy was himself was murdered he himself asked to many people his own his followers that killed who talking against me you killed them and even though god if you see this i i completely 100% agree with richard dawkins when he he portraying the god that god is very cruel and if you see the uh, read this holy quran or this uh, uh, stupid thing existing there you see that allah is a, is a, is a like a very cruel he wants to kill our non believers and everywhere it is written in the quran I find I've always found that argument interesting about um people like Richard Dawkins who you just mentioned that a lot of people will say in the west that atheists like Richard Dawkins who are white men who don't come from Islam they're just talking to other atheists and they have no influence outside of the west and just their own atheist circles but I have found speaking to people like yourself that he actually exactly. has a lot of influence exactly like christopher hitchin because they make me uh, as an atheist they make me as a human being because when i study is this god of not god is not great and god delusion and for that i also read lot of literature so uh, those were the guy and here in pakistan i know personally many people though their books are banned here but many people nowadays through the ebooks they are searching those books downloading those books and they are studying those books and they are studying science too 
and people are asking questions. And now I am also happy today. Many people they uh, protest in all over the country, though their uh, number are short. Number is not too much. There are not too many people, but there were some people. They came on the press gallery, they protest in favor of Michel Khan, and they chant slogan again: "This blasphemy law and the Sharia law." So it happened. In your lifetime living in Pakistan, would you say the country has become less or more religious over time? It's a more religion because do you know, see in the twenty first century before. Uh, it was uh, uh, 15 years ago, there was a concept of Islamic banks. and But the 15 years ago, there was a concept because of the Saudi Arabia and because of this influence. Do you know nowadays in every bank, even though Student Charter Bank and the UBL Bank, HBL, a lot of other, you know, they are, they are international. They are connecting with that international economy. But every bank, it is written that this is Islamic bank on a board. So see the situation. So I think that Islam is day by day is growing. It's not going to back. And it, it, now it enter in a university. Before that, when I was a student in university, I know personally there was uh, there were some uh, progressive teacher. There were some the teacher who who are, who are not non-believers, and they talk about in you know, many topics. But nowadays, when I am going to a university, I see no one is talking about such progressive ideas. Everyone nowadays, they, they either they some some feel fear and some are inspired from this uh, Islamic religion. They are under influence. So every day more, there is more Islamization of the country, the laws, more intimidation to not express criticism. So what do you think then is can be the solution in a country where it's becoming more religious and it's become and people are getting more intimidated and more attacked for uh, asking questions? For example, I read in an article that it said uh, Mashal Khan, who was attacked, it said it described him as an intellectually curious student who was openly professed devotion to Islam, but asked many questions. So he was himself a, a Muslim. He didn't he didn't say he was an atheist, but he just was critical of the religion and look what what happened to him. And if you have an atmosphere like that, that how is, can you? you know, mm-hmm? no, yeah, please. that is again again I have criticism about those those people who are writing articles and those they are giving giving the justification to state and people that we are not atheists, we are not agnostic. No, he he was a Muslim, but do you know he was curious. That's not the truth. Truth is that that many people they are in agnostic, they are in atheist, they don't believe. But but we feel fear. We are apologetic. We are giving the. We are not. We are not criticizing. We are not making the statement against those who are the murderer, those who are the stupid, those who are the nonsense. We are saying no. We, we are, you are not nonsense. You are very intelligent people. You are very good people. You know everything is available, and you have every solution. Everything that's completely wrong. Do you know that's completely wrong? I'm thinking when I was. I remember a year ago. So I was in a. Do you know in a big literary festival? So there was 300 and 400 people were there. And there are the two uh, scholars, they talk about and liberalism and many things. 
I stand up on that and 300, 400. So I raised the question. I said, why not you people are saying that we are agnostic or, or you may say that agnostic is not means he's a completely non-believer. I said this term is a little bit, you know, in moderate term. So you people must say that we are agnostic. We don't believe, we don't know that what existing or not existing. But you people are apologetic. You are not saying such things. So that is happening in Pakistan. So people, do you know, nowadays we are giving justification. Not, not the Islamic people. They are not giving the justification. Every day they are giving their speeches. They say, hey, you see any non-believer, you see any person who are uh, talking about and against the Muhammad or against the Sharia law or against the Quran and against the God, you, you may kill them. See the Khadim Rizvi. If you go and Google, see the Khadim Rizvi. He is a very uh, representing this uh, Sunnah. And if you see many other guys, even the Jamaat Islami or Molana Ramon or many cleric uh, or Islamic organization, they are still they are talking about such things. They are accusing us. You know, we are not we are not in a position to accuse them. Even though we 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 should we make the when we are writing or when we are making the uh, our opinion that we must say that those guys who are following are those who are preaching those are things are nonsense and we don't believe on that nonsense we are against of that we are the men of following science or we are the men of uh, raising that questions that it was either truth or not truth, it was the Dark Ages story. It's just a fairy tale, a fairy tale like other, other religions are. So you're, you're also saying that a lot of the people who are sometimes, that th this happens to, that uh, they're attacked for, for blasphemy or they're, they're outspoken, sometimes they try to uh, tone down what, uh, who they are or other people say, well, they were Muslim, but oftentimes these were people who are actually uh, agnostic or non-believers. Exactly. Suppose like someone, if the someday or maybe I don't know when I killed or someone killed me, what, what will they write? They will write that he was Muslim, his name was Muslim, because I am not in an openly, no one knows to me that I am an atheist or not. Many, even though many of my friends know to me that I am an atheist, I'm talking in atheism, I'm talking about science, I am against of this Islam and the Quran and such practices. But if someone killed me, everyone will write that I was Muslim. And I was good Muslim. Do you know they they will give the justification that I was good Muslim. And I, I often I often say that that we that it's it's commonly said in the Western world that are there are 1.6 billion Muslims. I often say back, well, there is 1.6 billion Muslims minus all the all those Muslim people who are too scared to say that they're not. Exactly. Which, and we don't exactly. know what that number is. There are, even though I know there is a very large number existing in Pakistan nowadays, but the people, they are like, they are scared, they are feared, they have their family, sometimes they are studying in a university or something. Uh, they are in a different area, in a different position, so maybe they are not saying openly, but there are a lot of people who are in atheist or agnostic or who don't believe on such this stability. So when we were speaking before, um, before we started uh, the other day, you said very bravely, you told me that you're not interested in leaving your country, 
you're happy where you are and you want to change your country to be better, more secular, less religious, le less intimidated by religious fanatics. I think that's a very, very brave position to, to take. I just wonder what can be done in, in, a, in that kind of atmosphere where because that what happened to Mashal Khan, if you see the video, which I can't recommend to people necessarily that they see it because it's quite horrific, they look I, I mean the video is as horrific as any ISIS video I've ever seen. It's the mm -hmm. the people are acting when we talk about well terrorism, well these people are not ISIS members, they're not Al Qaeda members, they're not terrorist members, they're just Muslim students in a university. And they're acting mm -hmm. this way, and that's the mentality you have. How do you fight against that if, if that's the attitude, if that's the actions of just regular people in, in your country? How do you fight against that? Yes, we, we have the different source and different means to fight against those. We If we feel uh, we can't fight, then maybe we left. But the situation is that uh, before some year ago, and with some friends, we, we gathered and we launched one petition and we see there the a tiny number of people, they signed that petition. Uh, we uh, raised that question that uh, the state should be separated from religion. That was first time in rise in Pakistan. So we raised that advice and uh, we get little bit of success and we did feel some time, we feel fear. But in that way, we are still going on. We are working on that. And we are working with our students. I am teaching or my other friends who are teaching or whatever in the profession they are. Uh, we are talking with the different people. And sometimes we are making mock and satire. And sometimes we are making comedies on that, uh, religious things and stuff. So people be here. And slowly, gradually, we think, but the... You are right that uh, uh, we have need to, uh, I think that UN is the best thing, but I don't know why UN is not emphasizing and again and again, there are many resolutions launching against Israel, but no one launching the, any, any, any resolution against the Saudi Arabia, what they are doing in other Muslim countries. No one is launching the resolution against Pakistan, that why there is a blasphemy, why there is a still Sharia law. If they are uh, signatory of this human rights, where are the human rights in Pakistan, where is the freedom of expression? So uh, those, I think, that Western people and our Western friends, they should raise the pressure against the UN, and and the UN must develop pressure against uh, those country of Pakistan and Bangladesh. See Bangladesh, many bloggers killed by uh, that fanatics and other things. So that is the only solution, I think. So it's not just uh, angry mobs, like in the case of M Mashal Khan, who attack um, him because he's accused of blasphemy. It's actually also uh, ingrained in the laws and in the government as well. This is not necessarily something that's completely illegal that happens. I think you were telling me a little bit about that. Could you talk about yes, that? Yes, it's, it's a, it's a mob, mob kid that that uh, guy that is not a legal and you know because of this video and because of this media it uh, it, uh, it came to through that this is a western uh, from western country they criticizing this pakistan because news appear in the bbc and cnn and many other news channel uh, which are in the modern world 
so and the developed world so the prime minister and you know when that happened at that 8 12 and 24 hours none of the uh, state represents they gave a, a statement against that mob but when the news appear in all over the world people start to talk and some protest happen after that state and they say that this is not uh, legal and that is, uh, mob have no right to kill any person because do you know if the mob is doing that thing already is a pakistan is banana republic so that's why it's, that that is the problem of their economy so that's why they are telling that one to china and the the other developed world where from investment is coming into pakistan so that is steadily telling no no we are not allowing to move that they do such things and that's why they lodge fir again that mob and uh, they uh, they arrested uh, eight and 12 students and they said we can put on those persons in a trial but um, but if you see in a, uh, in the according to sharia law it, it is uh, it is very 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 right because and do you know even uh, yes no, I was going to ask, what is usually the, the punishment? Because this happens a lot that people attack somebody from for blasphemy. They might physically assault them or they might even kill them. Are those people treated harshly under the law at least? Yeah, under the life's death. Punishment is a blasphemy is death. You know, even mm -hmm. though not in the blasphemy, but the people who are talking against blasphemy, it, it have also been punished according to same law. <laughs> okay yes, so so yes. people so people who enact for example kill someone for blaspheming they can get the death penalty but also the person who is committing blasphemy is also committing an illegal act under the same law uh, no no uh, the people who are committing blasphemy yes he will face the he will face the death according to 95 cc article that constitution and the punishment of the people who done the blasphemy, he will face that. And but the the now after this Kadri's happened, do you know that was the trial case, and that was that was that, that's why I I said that I have little hope. Do you know this Kadri? The Supreme Court uh, because of this pressure of international pressure, they hang that God, this Kadri. So that's why they set this trend. But before that, there wasn't any trend. Before that, there was a lot of people killed by the mob, and the government didn't give any punishment to that mob or that people because they said it's okay. The person who is doing blasphemy and he killed by the mob, it's okay. So before, before the when the mobs would kill somebody for blasphemy, it was they they just let it go. Yeah, let us go because it is it is written in a Quran. It is written in Hadith. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of tradition. They are following that tradition. What's the solution when it's in the Quran and Hadith to commit acts of violence against non-believers? How do you fix that if it's in the text and the text can't be changed? Yeah, that that will text will not be changed. But there is the one situation we can change that situation that. We must first develop the pressure that a state and the religion should be created. Number one. Number two, mm -hmm. that we should allow to talk about this like in a in a Christian reformation. 
we see in Christian Reformation, it came from 16th century or 17th century when Paleo came, when the Newton came, and many people, they talked about that this is not a truthful book or a complete truth is not available in that book. So we must, we should, our Lord, we said openly that this is a book. And this book have only this stupidity and this is fairy tale. Nothing happened in this world with this book. And this book will, 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 will not deliver anything at all. So do you know nowadays we are not allowed to say such things? Either by because the, the groups around you will lynch you or the government itself will arrest you and possibly kill you. Uh, both, both things is happening. Because if I talk in that way, maybe government uh, see before this incident of Michel Khan, they ban on some bloggers, and this uh, it happened in a trial in a Supreme Court, and Supreme Court asked them. That's why Facebook nowadays they are not uh, uh, send if you send this material and again the moment and such things they are editing that things. They asked to Facebook that you 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 should you should not allow to be a blasphemy and such material of again the Quran and again the moment in a Pakistan. I saw that uh, recently that face uh, Pakistan had requested that Facebook assist them in censoring out uh, blasphemous content from any Facebook users in Pakistan, and they were mm -hmm. actually. To some degree, they were obliging them. They were assisting them in doing that. Exactly, they are obliging. Them. That's why this is. Uh, do you know this? A uh, uh, innocence moment movie was banned. Here it came. Little video clip was. It's a trial clip. It came, but the uh, YouTube ban here and many other things. It happened. So th they are all. Do you know that's why? That's why I am saying that why they are collaborating this government. Why not they say Facebook guy or Twitter guy? They say this is international product and this is the do you know freedom of expression. If someone is uh, talking, we are just talking. Why they feel from fear to our talk? We we are not carrying the gun. We are not the people who are killing any other person. We are just giving the talk. We are just talking. We have pain and we have words. And, and what what do you think about all these people in the West who are almost say it's a it's offensive to push in in underdeveloped countries to push ideas of science and atheism and push against Islam. They think this is offensive, almost thing to do. Yeah, they and uh, do you know they? I don't know why they are not that they are not pushing that one. If they push, I think that Western countries have power. Uh, suppose if USA put the pressure on this in uh, uh, Pakistan type of countries and if they go in a UN and such things and if they develop pressure that why you are carrying this blasphemy, why you are carrying this one, this is Sharia law. If you are carrying that one, we will, we will not allow you to, to be a member of UN. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, this is the demand of the liberal people. Liberal people should demand that one from UN. When the UN... Uh, they make this Human Rights Commission, 1946. They liberal go there and they protest there that you should be implement that one. Why not you are implementing that one? Why you are allowing Saudi Arabia to carry this Sharia law? If there is a UN, then UN have duty, responsibility. Then all are the signatories. 
because it was cooperation with the West and the Russia both. They agreed on human rights and the freedom of expression and the, uh, other things. Yeah, and they don't. They 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 even have Saudi Arabia on their Human Rights Council and other such stupidity and yeah. Say stupidity, Pakistan and this Bangladesh and such people. They are there. They should. I think at the end of the day, they should say either you respect human rights, you end blasphemy laws, you respect people's right to religion or non-belief, or you're outside the human rights, uh, outside the United Nations. UN, United Nations, go and you sit alone. Exactly. You mm -hmm. make your own UN. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. They should be kicked out. This, Either you this respect this demand. or you're kicked out. Yeah. Kicked out. This this should be demand. And liberal is not demanding that one. Not at all. Not. I don't even see that and a liberal little said, bit. No, 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 no. Liberal said no. You people have a problem. You have you 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 have Islamophobe. Do you know now they will declare you, and I, even though I talk with you now, they think that I have Islamophobe. They will, they will blame on me. They, they label on me that I have Islamophobe, I have bigotry, and I have such idea. They don't think in even though in a second that I am living in that country and I belong from that country, and I am not going through and getting immigration and not applying for that one. They do not see that one. But again, they see that I have Islamophobe. They do not declare those who are the believing stupidity. They are um, in a mental disorder. They are not saying that one. They will say, "You and me, I, we, we have the mental disorder because we are thinking, we are raising the question, we are rational people. We're pointing out a problem of of ignorance and mythology. Yes, but liberal will again." Blame on us. They will not blame on the, those one. Those who are doing such things, they, they will not blame on that one. They again, they will blame on us. I think you are the the epitome of the problem with terms like Islamophobe, right? Yes. Yeah. That if you try to apply, like you, you say everything that maybe every almost every critic of Islam says in the West. But you're saying it from Pakistan, so is it Islamophobic? If it is, yes. then there, that 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 term means absolutely nothing. This term absolutely nothing. I I see this term, monitor this term, and I go through many articles and many discussions. But I, this term is nothing because do you know when you are talking? Because if if we are not talking, it means that is the truth. If we are not talking about the Quran and their tradition and what they are doing, if we are not talking about again that, and we, if we say, if it means, uh, if I say that is stupid, if I say the people are ignorant, if they, I say there isn't anything in it all, why? It, it is against same is happening here in my country. They are putting blasphemy on me. And the same is happening in the Western country. They are blaming, labeling me that I have Islamophobe, I have bigotry. That they care. They are alive with that. This this state. I I told that is such a great point, Ali. That that the people who attacked Mashal Khan or all the other people for blasphemy and go out and attack them. It's a softer way of doing it, but the liberals in the West are essentially also lynch mobs with the term Islamophobe and bigot and racist and lynching people not with sticks and stones, but with, with labels 
to to attack their reputation. Yeah. Same, same. In the same page, they are in the same page. They are completely same page. That's why they are attacking Aryan Ersali. They said this is she have Islamophobia, bigotry, and something because she is talking the truth. That what is the reality? She's telling that one. She's not apologetic. She is not be getting something. But she feels she understands, and that's reality. And many people in Iran, like an atheist, if you talk someone who's living in Iran, he knows more, more better that what is going on there than Maryam Namazi. She's living in a UK, and she may maybe sometimes she's apologetic. She said, "No, this is Islam folk. There isn't any Islam folk. If I say there is no need in a UK Sharia law, there is no need of burqa." It is. It is. Where is the Islamophobe in that? Even cell phone. You know, if you see cell phone and the U, U phone, Mobileing, and lot of other international companies we have, mm-hmm. all do you know they are sending you hadith and Quran, and they have that tone too. Who's who's sending you that through to the cell phone? Who sends that? It? Those companies, U phone companies, and Mobileing company, and other company. They send you hadith quotes and verses and hadith quotes, verses and the Quran ayat and there are the tunes of that. Do you know Allah Akbar and tunes of la la la? Why do they do that? Why do the phone companies do that? Because they think that this is the narrative, this is the discourse, this is the people want from us. I see. And they are giving more strength that narrative because we are you know in a tiny minorities, so they think this is the market. And they just reinforce Islam in people's minds. In people's mind, and everything they are selling. When they are selling, they say this is laptop, this is Islamic laptop, this is Islamic cell phone, this is Islamic phone company, this is Islamic McDonald, Islamic bank, Islamic car, Islamic bank financing, Islamic housing finance. See, at that time there wasn't any house. How the Islamic housing finance come from? <laughs> That's a good point. It was tribal religion. It was tribal. People live in a you know, tents. <laughs> That's right. And they say Islam. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're comparing tri- so they tri- the yeah, tribal Arabia to to now metropolitan parts of Pakistan have McDonald's, universities, homes, banks, <laughs> housing insurance. Bank. Bank. Yeah. Jamia, Islamic universities. See, after the death of that guy, do you know, whole this uh, village of Mishalkan, there was um, maybe in near to 20 mosques. And all mosques, they make, do you know, uh, uh, they give, uh, give to ask to people that no one can go there, take a body of Mishalkan. No, no one can allow because he done the blasphemy. And this this time, was widespread uh, in in many mosques that they were said to not go to quite, his funeral. Not go to, yeah, no, not go to his funeral, and it was spread, you know, in all uh, that uh, area. And there was, if you see, in in his funeral, there was a you know tiny minority of people. There wasn't uh, many people mm-hmm. because of bad things. Because you know, generally people say if you go like that. Uh, many clerics, if you see video, there are the very big mobs, 8,000, 10, 12,000 people are gathered, 
when a stupid person is talking that mob and people are very happy and they are listening that stupidity sometimes you know they are listening that stupidity when they are telling them if you see that these are the you know a little bit i think they have a little bit logic if you read torah they have little bit logic but if you read this tradition particularly islam they don't have any logic at all right every time if you read you will laugh they were about they are talking about <laughs> yes yeah. i mean ever i read these books i am laughing that how people are believing such rubbish things and such ideas i feel idea. the exact same way i also read it and i yeah, think how, how can people believe this it's just beyond me yeah. but the people they are believing see the big more masses they are there and even the political parties head they are also uh, giving that discourse mhm that's why zulfar bhutto he bring the islamic socialism do you know he said this socialism is uh, not came from marx but it came from the you know moment see the situation <laughs> <laughs> marxism came from mohammed okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they said the marx are thief <laughs> marx gave the idea from quran <laughs> yeah so wait they say that marx stole the ideas from mohammed Yes, they they said the Marx stole the idea from Homer and from Quran. <laughs> okay, that was their idea. <laughs> well, they, this contradicts a lot of the people who say that that uh, Marxism is an atheist ideology. <laughs> If it came from Muhammad, then <laughs> then that means all, all the all the deaths of of uh, of under Stalin and Mao Zedong were all the product of is of Islam and Muhammad, then <laughs> right. <laughs> if that's what they're saying okay exactly they are saying and sometimes you know, people they don't understand whenever they are they said and they are talking uh, atheism and they say they saying see stalin killed many people i said i am critic of stalin i am critic of totalitarian system i am critic of north korea i am the critic of the china because we atheists or not those atheists are the communist we are atheists of the human and we are fighting the freedom of expression Yeah, definitely not like uh you can say North Korea or the USSR or anything like that. They were not China, secular humanist USA, democracies yeah. by any means, right? Yeah. yeah, they are totalitarian system like other Islamic countries are. Yes. Like like Pakistan is, like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They have same this totalitarian system. There's a kingdom of and there is some Politburo and they are making role on the people. They say how you think first you get from us we give you idea to how to think how to laugh how to sit how to sleep how to fight which is that See, that's a lot what a, uh, what islam does right it tells you how how to do everything in your life fuck, how to eat yes, how, how to sleep fuck, how to pray how to sleep. and same is uh, telling you this ussr and the uh, stalin era and this is china they are telling you same situation how to fuck how to sleep how to laugh how to about <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> how to use facebook how to use twitter exactly so i mean we agree that like totalitarianism whether it comes from god or it comes from man and government it's always a, a mistake uh, yes it is because do you know that's why i am fan of this america and the france both those were the i i follow and the, my ideal revolution is the french revolution and the american independence because both revolution do you know they give us only the concept of republic and freedom of expression 
for the people, by the people. And people should make the constitution and all people should be free and state and religion should be separated. That's why I like them. Those are the real revolution. Otherwise, this is either Bolshevik revolution, whatever they gave, what they give us. The same give the Bushad idea, which is given by the Islam. I totally. So it, overall, I, I, I think to, to gather what you've said is that the solution in, in to, to push against this is one, to have secularism where there's there's separation of religion and state and that state should protect people to put people's freedom of speech, especially if they're critical of religion and the West, uh, the public in the West and the UN itself is not assisting countries like Pakistan to establish that uh, kind of gov secular government with freedom of speech. They're actually doing the opposite. They're actually in the name of cultural sensitivity and political correctness. They're assisting the fundamentalists to establish to establish a more Islamic state. Yeah, I, I, I looked that one because that's why uh, I see this Canada or I see this UK and Australia people there. Even though governments they are sympathetic with them, even though they are giving some leniency to their these Muslim. And when the Muslim asking that our kids will not uh, get the edu sex education, and they say, okay, okay, your kids will not allowed, and we will not teach them. Why they are why they are sympathetic with that one? I wondered why they are doing so, even though in the, their developed countries, even though Sharia law is existing in the UK, then they are getting divorce and women are wearing such things and people are talking that they are wearing their own, do you know, uh, with, the, with their happiness. I don't think so that their women are happy with this niqab or such things and other things because these are all our bull bullshits. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I think this West should West should understand this situation, and liberals should understand that situations. And nowadays we don't have need of such economical development and other things. We have need first freedom of expression. We have need a good law. We we must repeal repeal this blasphemy law and Sharia law. Why it existing in this twenty first century? I, I I totally agree, and I I can tell that it's it's quite amazing, and I feel so lucky to connect with someone like you, Ali, online through social media because it's so amazing to speak with somebody who is on the other completely other side of the world, and we don't share the same culture whatsoever. I'm a Chilean Palestinian, you're an atheist Pakistani. We've never crossed paths before. We probably grew up in the most different atmospheres possible. And despite our differences of culture, we see eye to eye and we understand each other perfectly. When all the basic things we're talking about is not that people sometimes people say the problem is the culture, the nationality, this and that—it's actually not. It's no, no, actually... these are the same, similar. These are the tiny problem. I don't yeah. think so. Nationality, culture, and such things are the problem nowadays. It's an nowadays, ideology. We are living. It's an ideology. Like we are, we have the ideology. We we are humanist. Are we supporting that one and the other people who are supporting that backward ideology? So there is the clash of ideology. This is not a clash of culture and the nationality and nationalism. Such are all the bullshit ideas. Now we are not in the 20th century. We are in the in 21st century. 
there isn't any colony there isn't any empire nowadays so i don't think so that there is a, a cultural difference and this nationalism and such things i'm to- i'm totally inclined to agree with you and like as, as immediately as soon as we started speaking for the first time we understand each other perfectly and we know exactly we know exactly, exactly. what the, what the problems are we know what what exactly. the solutions are we know that that mm-hmm. you know believing bullshit on no evidence is the problem we know that that exactly. freedom of expression and secularism are the most important things for ha- having a healthy society and exactly. I, it's my wish that the west and liberals who understand who have this from themselves and understand this for themselves would apply this mentality to to people like yourself no you are doing a very good job and i'm very happy and glad that you are people that you are also criticizing waste and also criticizing that islamic fundamentalism that's that's a good point you know mm-hmm. and i want that one because i i'm also from facebook i have many um, uh, messages i send those liberals that why you are taking that point you must take that point we have need that that time in the 21st century we have need of freedom of expressions and such things and secularism and we we should be free absolutely you, you should well thank you so much ali for for being on is there any last thing you wanted to say i have the only yes i have the only one message to towards my liberal friends and those who are left and those who are declaring themselves uh moderate that i have only one message that you if you are moderate if you are liberal and if you are secular and if you are left you should be moderate and the, we, we you should support us in the freedom of expression and you should condemn this and you you do not say and you do not be apologetic and you do not say that islam is the good and islam is the uh, moment is the good or quran you must say that those are the stupid things those are the fairy tales not more than that you must say that one this is the only message i have to my friends that's a great message thank you ali so much for being on and and you're you're i mean we we see eye to eye a lot but i think you're a much braver man than me and uh, Uh, you are more braver and i have you know you are my ideal i see you are in twitter and many other things and that and you are really be fighting a very good uh, war again those who are supporting that fundamentalism and other things well, you, you humble me, Ali, and, and thank you so much for being on again. Take care. Nice to talk with you. Take care.